If you like Rogan and Rodney, be sure to check out Petros and Money. Hear them live weekdays at 3 on AM 570 LA Sports or podcast their show on the iHeartRadio app by searching Petros and Money. AM 570 in LA Sports Icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, we continue. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Later this hour, Rob Parker will jump on. That's always a treat. <laughs> always look forward to that. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll see where his meter is because he definitely picked, the, you know, the Clippers to oh, go yeah. and, and, and go to the finals. Yeah, so we'll see where his meter is today. Yeah. That'll be coming up, but now to get us ready for the weekend. Oh, oh yeah. We got to do it. Oh, should we dim the lights? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dim the lights and move all the bobbleheads off the table <laughs> for the big PMS virtual Chevy summer tour coming up. We all run. <laughs> all right. He's got the Dodger scarf. So he's going to sit back. You know what? I'm yeah. going to steal that Dodger beer. Oh, yeah. Get the beer. I saw you looking at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get that beer. Here, take it. I'm going to steal it. Oh, you mean that Dodger gold nail that you can get at participating supermarkets? The that's golden, e- that's the golden nail. Oh, it's good. Ale. That's good stuff. I love golden that. Road. You know what? You're going to get it in participating backpacks. Thank you. <laughs> I'm taking this with me. They put all this stuff in here while we're on. We're taking uh-huh, it. We're taking it. I thought it was for us. I did too. Yeah. Hey, I didn't see nobody's name on it. Uh-oh. Here, <laughs> Petros. He came right on cue. <laughs> he, he must have heard us. He wasn't even aware. Oh, good. That's right. He didn't listen to us much. All right. Let's bring on for our spirituality, our dear friend, Vic the Brick, with a daily haiku at two. And Vic, good afternoon. He's not no, there. No, Freddy, no, Freddie, no. No. He's not there. Good afternoon, Fred. No, Freddy. no, no. Friday. Not on a Friday, Freddie. I haven't done oh. that. I haven't done that forever. But you when, know, sitting here, Rodney, I you were concerned. Rodney knows. Ro- there no, was no concern. No concern. There no was concern. concern. Vic, that was awfully long. You know it. All the lessons you have learned, Fred. When the student is ready, a teacher appears. Come on, grasshopper. You were ready. Look at you, Freddie. You made so much progress. You have by being Fred. patient and letting it marinate. And you just, on a Friday, you couldn't. Oh, All the lessons learned, Fred. All right, Kevin, was that a, was that really long today? Seriously. Um, it's longer than it has been recently. I'll say that. Okay. Matter of fact, I can tell you exactly how long it was. That'd be great. It was 15 seconds. Right. Wow. Which that's a long time in radio. I'm going to be honest a, with you. That's right. It's Friday. And I know. You got to marinate it. You have the tranquility just. Rippling through your loins, Fred. Yes, Freddy. Listen, my loins are fine. Thanks for asking. Are you always, you know, concerned? Yeah, I know. Anyway, good I'm afternoon, Vic. Good afternoon, Fred. I'm more concerned about the goatee. Is it getting more love around the uh, the, the TV station? 
No one has said a word. <laughs> no. No. They're avoiding it? I got one text. Got one text from the news director. I responded, and I've not heard another word. How about really? Colleen? Has Colleen said anything? Colleen likes it. Chuck likes it. I don't know. Chuck knows what time it is. Chuck oh, likes it. Oh, 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 man. That was bad. That was bad. What about Mario? Does he like it? I haven't seen Mario. So no one is really saying anything. No. They're, I, they're giving you like when, when a rookie gets a home run, they give him the silent treatment. Right. You're getting the silent treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Carolyn Johnson, who does our six o'clock yeah. and our four, she said she wants her husbands to look more like mine. Oh, Okay. Melissa McGee, oh, our, our, yes. our weather person Philly that girl. you guys love. Yeah. From here, worked in Philly for years. Yes. And back. She likes she's it. tremendous. She is tremendous. Doesn't she yes. do a nice job? Yes. Yeah, she's very, very, very solid. Yeah. Very solid. Uh, yes. Holly wanted her arm workout. You know what I was told when we hired her? Got the best arms in TV. Yes. And that was my <laughs> boss that told me. Oh, really? The news director. Yeah. 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 Right. And she is just terrific person she's really sweet she's good nice. yeah she's good good afternoon rodney pete vtb rodney pete <laughs> <laughs> my man <laughs> That's the sound I made after Mookie Wilson's throw in right field last night. Yesterday. Mookie who? Mookie Betts is too. Who's Mookie Wilson? Let's say Mookie Wilson, Mookie Betts. Throw it back on us there, Betts. Mookie Wilson. I went back to uh, the, went back to Mets. the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, Mookie Betts, man. How about that pivot? That was an incredible play. Yeah. I mean, that's that's classic quintessential uh, Mookie Betts. And Mookie Wilson. I don't know if Mookie had the skill set of Mookie Betts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But, yeah, Mookie is re revived, man. This is going to be a great last, you know, 100 or so games for Mookie Betts. I think he's found a way in Pittsburgh. I think Dave Roberts predicted there was going to be a renaissance of Mookie. And there has been. You can see that the plate, the power. Oh, yeah, Mookie, you go. The executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney Show. Please put your hands together. Show the love. Dr. Kevin Figgins. Yeah. Come on now. This mm -hmm. diversity in this background is no. helping him a lot tonight. Well, then we, we go through this the other day, Kevin? I mean. Like, why do you get the Sergio dips? Well, because he talks about his diversity. Uh -huh. And that's what Sergio was referring to. You know, I'm On the ones. The, excuse me, Vic. I'm just saying. I want you guys to know I'm having the time of my life producing this show with Fred and Rodney. Uh, having yeah. the time of his life. Thank you. Very nice. On the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, the musical director. All this beautiful sounds you hear emanate from his musical portfolio. Please put your hands together and show the love. You know him. You love him. It's Ronnie Fascio. The moo, the chi, of the energy with VTB. First of all, thing. I ain't no bitch. Ah. <laughs> you know, speaking of music, you notice everyone's dropping their fresh sounds. Oh, uh, yeah. Mariah Carey with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yes. Jimmy Jam. 
Love Jimmy. Was out with Jimmy, Jimmy last night. Jimmy, oh. Big shout really? out to my man Jimmy. Yeah, we, oh, you big love. Jimmy last night? Yeah, big, Jimmy was. Did you dinner. really? Yeah, big, big, big love, Jimmy Jam. All love to Jimmy Jam. Was his wife uh, there? Yeah, Lisa. Oh my God. Yeah, uh, Jimmy and Lisa. Such great oh, yeah. people. Great, great people. Tell me said hello. We'll do. Sensational we'll do. people. Right. We should get him on the show. Yes. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy yes. Jam. He knows his Jimmy, stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. He knows he his NBA. I'll tell you he that. He knows his NBA. Very, very involved with, with the Timberwolves when he, you know. Native of Minnesota, so absolutely, yeah. Jimmy knows sports, and for a while, out. Kevin Garnett was in that family. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Married Lisa's sister. Yes, Brandy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Remember Lord? Yes. She was a sensation. Yes. Three or four years ago, she was everywhere. What was that song she sang? Uh, Royals. Royals. That's right. Excellent. Good. Good pull. I like that song. Yeah, it was a good song. She said her inspiration for it, she was just looking at a, a front page headline, and the Royals, I think, were in the World Series at the time. She was like, oh, I like that name. I'll just make a song about it. Oh. Turned out to be a giant hit. Really? That's where win. it came from? Exactly. I yeah. thought she was talking about the Royal Family. So did I. That's where that's she a, got the that's, I mean, that's yeah, good I mean, knowledge. It, it evolved, but essentially the inspiration was she just saw there was a team called the Royals and ah, just made a song. Love it. Yeah. That is excellent Lord knowledge. Yes. Just a creative mind. Yep. Barbara Streisand is dropping an album in August. Babs! No. She's back. She's still married to James Brolin? I believe so. Muzzle tough. And exactly. then some. Yeah. And under the radar. Oh. Megan the Stallion, Fred, your oh. favorite. <laughs> ride Stallion Ride. <laughs> She's got a new, new album me. she's dropping, man. She's going to saddle up and go. Whoa! She's a stallion. Whoa! I'm telling you, she's under the radar, but she's dropping an album this week, and it's going to be hot. She's a thoroughbred. Yes. No stopping her. Don't shoot her in the foot. Oh. <laughs> stallion point. Tory Lanes. <laughs> Why, Fred? Don't shoot her in the foot. Tory, no, it wasn't Tory Lanez. It was uh, Tory Lanjay. That's right. how we said it on Channel 4. <laughs> well, Tory Lanjay pulled the trigger. <laughs> By the way, Streisand, yes, still married to James Brolin. How old is Barbara Streisand? She is 79. Look at her. Go she ahead, can Babs. still sing, man. She can Babs still belt can it out. It. Yeah. yeah, Great voice. I was not aware that she was uh, once married to uh, Vic the Brick's close personal friend, Elliot Gould. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh the Brooklynites. Yeah. Absolutely. Two Brooklynites. Brooklynites, yes. Doing his MASH days. I believe they still have an... I think they still have a portal of communication, Babs. A and portal? The, and Elliot. Yeah, there's still a portal. Oh. You don't know that. How do you know that, Vic? You yeah. have no oh idea. God. How do you know that? Well, I, I recently, that? I recently talked to Elliot. <laughs> this no, is true, by the way. I was when I started here as an intern. The bullpen phone rang. I answered the phone, and it says, "Oh, this is Elliot Gould." I was like, "Get the hell up out of here!" It actually turned out that it was Elliot Gould, and he would really? call Vic all the time on the on the line in the bullpen, and they would talk just randomly for no reason. Is he your Monkus? Is he your Monkus Dodger fan? Yeah, your Monkus. Ever since you, what, would you, what would you and Elliot talk about, Vic, when he would call the studio? I talk scripts, projects, dodges, what's happening in his life. Your scripts and projects or his? All Elliot's. Are you kidding me? Oh. He's busy. 
Yeah. He's a wanted man. He's an incredible actor. But he's a better person. He was just on the Friends reunion show. What? Oh, yeah, he, made, he had a yeah. cameo. Yeah, he had yeah. a cameo. Was he, were you guys talking about the uh, Ocean's 11, 12 scripts there, Vic? Ocean's 11, Ocean's 12, and, you know, various, you know, other opportunities uh, for, for Gould. Other bodies of water besides those oceans. <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he's, he's so, uh, he's so well-versed as an actor, he can uh, do anything. You know what, Vic, I, I, I hate to interrupt you, but now, and Rodney, I didn't tell you this. But I was just hmm. sitting here thinking I've been holding it in. Oh, no. I got a bone to pick with you. With who? With Vic. Oh. You're kidding. No, What's I, happening? I, I don't know. Oh, we, no. we weren't on yesterday because of the Dodger game. Sure. But Wednesday we were. And that's when you brought a high cool by Ben Goldman. <laughs> <laughs> ben, ben Goldman. Goodrich. Ben oh, Goodrich. Ben Goodrich. That's ben what it Goodrich. was. Ben Goodrich. Yeah. Ben, Go- <laughs> ben Goodrich. Like the tire. Yeah. And then you indicated that he was alive, but he's not? No, he's alive. Ben Goodrich. K-Fig? Yes. If you want to do any any quick uh, oh. research so on... I, uh, I tried the other day, and I couldn't find anything, but I'll, really? I'll look him up again. Yeah, the guy he found played minor league baseball, Vic. <laughs> In uh, Illinois, yeah. In Illinois, you knew that? Vic, you knew he played Of course. Full of it. I he do extensive know. research on the haiku artists. Ben. I don't just throw, you know, throw haiku artists out there, you know. Wait, did I say Ben Goldman? You said Goldman. You did. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I got that confused with my, my late cousin, Boo Boo Goldman. Oh. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Rest, in, rest, in, rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, Boo Boo. How did he get Boo Boo? How did that come to the nickname? I'll hire him to life! Thank you. I, I, his name was Bruce, and um, I, they just started calling him Boo Boo. And then he he tragically lost his life at a young age. Mm. I'd prefer not to say what happened. Uh, um, what? Well, because it's it's not funny. But why why boo boo? You don't know why the name boo boo came I don't know, but I, then I know I was at my grandmother's funeral some years ago, and I saw his mother, and she said it's still it's tough for us to get over the death of boo boo, and I thought. I don't know why I just wanted to laugh when she said boo-boo. Is that the first time you heard it called boo-boo? No, no. He was called boo-boo as a child. Um, but when she said that, talking about her late son, I thought, that's really bizarre. You would call him Bruce, not boo-boo. Well, Mama calls him boo-boo. I know, but... Mama calls him boo-boo. That's why everybody else calls him he boo-boo. He has a term of endearment, friend. Yeah. I know, but that's fine when you're 8, 9, 10. A little later in life, you can't no. be boo boo. Can't be boo boo. No. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, boo boo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this haiku for you comes from the haiku artist still flowing, George Swede. S W E D E. George Swede. We've had George Swede before, haven't we? Yes. Sounds he, familiar. He lives yeah. on the East Coast. If I were, no, Toronto, one of the two. The Swede. George Swede, yeah. Yeah, one of the two. To baseball haikus. I'm focusing on on baseball because we're all immersed in this fabulous Dodgers season. Yeah. Dodgers, Texas tonight. Yeah. Hello, Kirsch. 
Hello, Kirsch, 7 hey. o'clock. Hey, Kirsch. First pitch, AM 57, the LA Sports. He might be listening. Yes. On his way to the ballpark. Right. How about, you know, is, is anyone talking Julio Urias winning his ninth game yesterday, the most in the major leagues? He's having a, a fantastic year. Yeah, He's yeah. won nine games already. Right. I'm telling you, Cy Young candidate. Come on now. Get him to you, 20. You go, Julio. Who's the last 20 game winner? Wow. Last it's 20 a minute? game winner. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Been a few years. DeGrom? I don't know if, the, if Jacob got to I don't to know if he gets 20. enough run support to win 20 games is his problem. Well, he's phenomenal, though. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. What is his yeah. ERA? He's like, like oh, It's like point, oh, like point three or something. Yeah. Ridiculous. Unbelievable. He can go 0-2 and, and have a point three ERA and win the Cy Young this year. Andres Urias has, has been, he's been historically yeah. great, DeGrom. Yeah. This haiku for you on this Thursday, June 11th? That is. Is that crazy? Moseying along. Empty baseball field. A dandelion seed floats through the strike zone. I'm feeling you. George Swede. The field is empty. There's nobody there. Nobody there, Fred. Very serene. All of a sudden, a dandelion seed yeah. floats through the strike zone. What a beautiful, beautiful visual that is. You can't even see it, Vic. How are you going to see a dandelion seed? <laughs> and he didn't see it either, now that I think about it. That never happened. He just made that up, Vic. We like authentic haikus. We Fred, like, we you, like you, to you, comment on something that happened. Fred, this is a beautiful haiku. Vic. Vic, he did not see a single dandelion seed float through the strike zone in an empty stadium. And why would it be dandelion? Well, how did that get in there? That's in the mind of George Swede. Right. It's in his mind. I think you got to go back to... In baseball, on the field, Fred. It was growing wild. No, I the think dandelion. he should go back to Ben Goodrich. <laughs> <laughs> Vic. I don't believe you have no law for George Swede. George Swede, you think he's a fraud, huh, Fred? You know, what I think wasn't think George, George Swede, Swede wasn't George Swede the knot hole man? <laughs> not hole again? man, wasn't the he the knot hole? Well, he's written so many haikus, George Swede. No, I think he was the knot hole guy. Where he? Who's the knot hole guy? And what is the knot hole guy? Fred? Remember the guy that looked through the knot hole? For I a remember haiku? that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I think it was George Swede. I'll have oh, to one of his I'll, haikus was yeah. looking through a knot hole. I, he was. He's not nicknamed the knot hole man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just dumped him the knot hole man. Well, I, because he looked through a knot hole. I didn't mean he goes up to knot holes. <laughs> Vic. He, he, he wanted to see the game. He was probably a kid. You know, back in the day, you, you could probably, there was a hole in a fence. Oh, that's right. And we had this conversation, and you tried to explain why that was very realistic, and then you said you did it. Oh, absolutely. I looked, <laughs> I looked through fences, yeah. You might have visited a few knot holes, Vic, but you never looked at the knot hole in a baseball game. By the way, I, I found that Stadium. Oh, you, oh it, was it oh, George Sweet? It was George Sweet. See, yes. I, I do listen that's every day. good memory. That's good memory, Fred. Well, I, yeah, that's amazing memory, actually. Do you want to hear it? I think it may yeah. be baseball. Yes, inspired. yes. I'm not sure. Yeah, a bonus. Bonus haiku. <laughs> not hole in the fence. An evening sunbeam betrays the spider's web. How feeling you? <laughs> <laughs> well done. 
<laughs> well done, well well read. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Brought to you by our buddy Jacob and Ronnie. You got a problem, he's got an answer. Something happens to you this weekend, you've got to have the best in the business. And the best in the business is Jacob M. Ronnie. Accident or injury, call Jacob M. Ronnie. Call Jacob. Unfortunately, I don't think Jacob M. Ronnie can help Serge Ibaka. Uh, just announced a few minutes ago he's going to undergo back surgery. Oh, no. Going to oh. miss the remainder of the postseason. He's only played a couple of games, uh, played against Dallas before he went down. He's been dealing with back issues all season long. I think he missed about 40-some-odd games during the regular season with those back issues. And remember, he was their big off-season acquisition. They got rid of Montrez Harrell and let Harrell walk away, signed to Baca. He was supposed to be that 4-5 swing guy that can shoot from the outside and be a real anchor in the paint. Uh, and he's going to be gone for the remainder of the playoffs. Yeah, and, and how much longer? Back surgery is serious stuff. Yeah. Right, and he's now spring chicken. So Yeah, that that's really unfortunate. No. That's yeah, that, that, that is tough. And, and, and you could feel because he was. He was going to be that... That voice that the Clippers were looking for in that locker room, um, because both Kawhi and Paul George didn't really have that voice, and they were looking to Serge being that veteran voice that could get on guys and kind of, you know, keep guys in line. And and they're missing, but they certainly certainly do miss him. That's unfortunate. Hopefully, he gets better soon. That's an extreme bummer. Exactly. Serge Ibaka was brought in, you know, not just for spacing, but for inspiring the squad. I, be- I believe he was like the uh, the muse for Paul George. Mm-hmm. And this team needs leadership. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, if he doesn't get 40, uh, he doesn't really inspire. Uh, he's a great player, but he's not a, he's not a really a leader on the court uh, emotionally. He, he does his thing. He's a, you know, he's a sensational two-way player. But it's not like, you know, the Clippers have great leadership. I think Reggie Jackson should take more of a of a hold of the leadership because they're really lacking in that in that respect. I'm sure Adam Austin will have more to say on that, you know, when he comes on. But they need leadership. You know, how many how many series can you go down two zip? Can, if they come back from this two zip, I'd like to see who leads them. I mean, Kawhi's got to break out of his shell a little bit. Not not that he wants to. I mean, he's a great player. But is there another dimension? To Kawhi Leonard, is there a leadership quality we haven't seen yet? We know he's a a sensational player, but is there that intangible we have yet to see? So there's been a lot of talk over recent years about when the NBA should start its season. Obviously, it started later than usual this year because last year's pandemic's a shortened season in the bubble and all of that. So many people were hoping, well, maybe the NBA saw they start their year away from the baseball playoffs, away from the NFL season. You start maybe in December, maybe even in November, and kind of get your own shine. Well, the NBA did announce its date for the upcoming season, the 2021-22 uh, season, and we're going back to normal. Season will start on October 19th. Uh, the playoffs will begin in April, and the NBA Finals the will begin on June 2nd. So this experiment, if you want to call it that, it was more or less just out of necessity, but of ending the season around July, August, only happening this year, they will start a regular NBA calendar starting next season, Fred. And that tells me it's about TV and money. Yep. Pure and simple. It makes more sense. It'd be great to start it on Christmas Day. Yeah, I like Christmas Day. Yeah, but I'm sure that uh, the rights holders and the partners have said, you're going to start here. 
because this is when we can schedule you. We need programming, um, and that's why they're doing it. But 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 you're the ratings guy. Why would they do that? Don't you? Think, I mean, don't they lose because it's football season's heating up, both college and pro at that time in October. That starting later would feel like they the ratings would be better because because they're looking at weeknight programming. Yeah, and the NFL's Thursday and Monday. Right. They play Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday with their network partners. It'll be the only programming of its kind on. I'm sure that's why they're doing it. And the three or four months should be enough time for Anthony Davis to heal, for LeBron to heal, and they should be back full strength. So that's 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 a good that's a good enough cushion, I believe. I, I like that. I like going back to to normalcy and. I believe it's going to uh, be good healing, uh, healing vibes yeah. for AD and LeBron. As long as they don't add an in-season tournament for it, mm. that'll be in the middle of the season. Jeez. Yeah, don't do that. Let's go. <laughs> Did you guys happen to see the dust up between uh, Kevin Durant and PJ Tucker yesterday? Yeah. Got into each other's face, and some random dude just runs in and tries to break up the fight. And everybody's like, "Who the hell is this guy? Where did he come from?" It turns out. He's actually Kevin Durant's personal bodyguard. Not the team bodyguard for the Brooklyn Nets. The personal bodyguard for Kevin Durant. And so the Bucks and Nets haven't said anything at this point in time. The NBA at this point in time haven't said anything either. But you find it kind of odd that someone's personal security guard would run onto the court when something's (laughs) happening during a game? You know what? He's getting paid. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) My job. job. My job's to protect Protect my guy. Right. I'm getting paid. I'll be out there. (laughs) <laughs> he went out there. But I also heard he, he's also on the Nets payroll. So he's been, tra- for, I, what I understand, he's on the traveling party, but I don't I don't know if he's on the payroll. I hadn't oh, yeah, seen he's that. on the payroll. I hadn't seen that. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't Shaq's guy on the payroll, yep. too? Yep. Kobe? Yep. Yeah. These guys that travel with personal yeah. security, but think about that. That's your job. I'm here. I've got to protect you. But, I mean, Shaq, his guy, he paid him. The team didn't pay him. Are you sure? Yeah, Shaq. Jerome, a lot of these guys Jerome, are still. Yeah. A lot of these Jerome. guys are on the also on the the, uh, the team's payroll. And I was reported this morning that the guy is okay. That's why the uh, the league is really looking into him. They were talking about not even having allowed him in the building because he ran out on the court. Like well, that, that right. won't work because he yeah. won't let Kevin Durant in. Because he's got to protect him. <laughs> Listen, that's his client. He's got to protect him. Yeah, he's paid to protect KD at so, all times. Well, so kudos. You can't leave kudos the bench area, guy. right? He left the he left the area. Well, that's the thing. You ran onto the court. Yeah. So usually that's for it's ejection. Game security, you know, players who are, I guess, right. on the court, officials, coaches. It doesn't say anything about team security personnel. Or personal security. Or personal personnel. security personnel yeah. either. That's what's lighting that's, up the headlines. Kevin's been great. See that crow flying flying around? Crow? Yeah, you see it flying around? No. Rob Parker better be ready to eat it. <laughs> LA's best sports talk weekdays noon to three. Bogan and Rodney. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Oh, yeah. You know what that means? Oh, yeah. Not only is it Friday, it's a man. There he is, Rob Parker. Yo, two of my favorite people, Rogan and Rodney, AM570. It must be Friday with this song. Thank you, Ronnie. Appreciate you. Hey, you hungry, Rob? Always. 
Okay, good. Well, we got some crow here. You better be ready to eat. What's the crow? For what? What's the crow? Yeah. Didn't you tell us the Clippers were going to win the NBA championship? They lost. Is the series over, Fred? Come on. Are you really serious? The series is over? Didn't you write an article about this, Rob? What? About people jumping off the bandwagon. Yes. This is, Fred, you (laughs) fell for it. The biggest... I mean, what, how long have you been covering the NBA, Fred? You got some nerve. A couple years ago. <laughs> you got some nerve. You got nerve. some nerve. A couple years ago, Milwaukee won the first two games against Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals. Do you remember that, Fred? That I was do. a couple years ago. I do. They won their first two home games. Everybody said Giannis and them are going to the championship. They lost four games in a row, and Toronto wound up winning the uh, championship. Hats off to Utah. They're the number one seed in the West. They held serve at home. If the Clippers would have been able to win one game, and I'm not saying they should have just laid down and they had no chance to win either of those games, but it would have been a big deal to take one of those coming home for the next two. But they haven't lost anything. Once they lose at home, then I think you can say the series has started and they're in trouble. So you, you think they're in no trouble right now? Not yet. Not until they lose the first game at home. I'm serious. I've seen this in the NBA forever. You just got to be careful about burying people after a loss or two. People were ready to bury the 76ers after they lost game one to the Hawks at home. Yeah, but Rob, what is this? Why, why, why did they have to go to, down 0-2 before they wake I up? Have no, I'm with you, Rodney. I'm with you. The last one is worse because they were down 0-2 losing at home to a team that had a lesser record than them. Losing two games to the number one seed of Utah Jazz in, U- in Salt Lake is not the same thing. It's just like Milwaukee went to Brooklyn, lost the two games. They came home, they won a squeaker, they're back in the series. I'm not saying that Milwaukee's going to win it, but they got back into it. That, that's what it takes. So do you think they're, what do you think the issue is, Rob? Let's try that. Uh, making shots down the, <laughs> down the stretch. I mean... They were wait, in both wait, of them. Wait, 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 wait. Let me write that down. I know. <laughs> you know what that's like, Rodney? You know what that's like? It's like when they hire NFL coaches to do uh, the football shows, and then they say, hey, coach, what's the key to the game? And he says, well, we got to run, establish the run and not turn over the football. Thank you. Thank you, Mike Ditka. Thank you. How many times have you heard that on TV, All Rodney? All the time. All oh, the it's time. like, what? <laughs> Give me something, right? Yes, that's elementary. That I want yeah. some of that red meat. Give me something. Give me something. They're making millions of dollars to tell you not to turn the ball over. They got to establish the run. Thank you. Uh, what do you think about the other series, Nets and Milwaukee? Again, I mean, Milwaukee was to me was fortunate to win that game. The net, did you? Yeah, they the got net, lucky. Am I right, yeah. Rodney? Uh, Joe Harris had a wide open. Did you see that shot on the elbow? Nobody in front of him, like a twelve or fifteen footer. Missed that. Uh, Brown had a miss. The Nets didn't play well in the first half or, you know, first quarter especially, but they were down. They're down two starters, and and it took all of that for Milwaukee to win one game at home. I, I think the Nets could easily win the next game and then wrap it up in, in Yeah, in, it's, uh, it's, it's a wrap. I mean, Brooklyn, I mean, Milwaukee can't win when James Harden's not even playing. Right. I mean, so it, it's just – it's a foregone conclusion. It's just a matter of time, I believe, in that one. But going back to the Clippers, we talk about guys. Mike Conley is going to come back for Utah. They're 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 up two zero without him. No, it's, Rob it's Parker. big I mean, for it's them. It's up, up, uphill battle, and 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 just adjustments. But 
you know, Reggie Jackson obviously has been a great he has addition played, for them. He's played oh, great, and tremendous. inserting him in the starting lineup has been a, a, a great move. Um, but I still go back to to the frustration because I do believe you know when he wants to be Kawhi Leonard can be the best player in the league. But there's times where I don't see his killer instinct from start to finish, Rob. I, I agree. And the other thing, too, and you know this because you guys have been covering the NBA for a long time. The other thing, and I'm not – the NBA is weird. If you remember game one, Kawhi got two quick fouls. You know, it limits you. It changes how you can play. And they come to L.A. You don't know. Donovan Mitchell going to get uh, two fouls in the first quarter and, and alter – how he, how aggressive he can be, you know what I mean? Like I've seen this happen in the NBA over and over and over. So you're right, though. It would be great if he could do it the whole way. And I'm talking about Kawhi, but we've seen him play at a high level. When he decided in Game Six and Seven that they weren't going to lose, right against Dallas, what yeah. did he do? He turned it on, and there was no denying him in either game. So I, I, I just say for people who are ready to just say, "Oh, it's all over" or whatever, and they lost the first two. I, the NBA doesn't work like that. They always say a series doesn't really start until somebody wins on the road. That, that's when a series starts. All right. Rob, thank you for coming on as always. Really appreciate it. Always. You know, to have a great weekend. And, Fred, guess what? Yeah, I know, Rob. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, NBC you later. Yes, Rob. Okay. There he goes. <laughs> Our buddy, Fox Sports Radio, the odd couple. Four to seven in the West, seven to ten in the East on the iHeartRadio app. Thank you, Rob. Okay, we have two more sets, two more four-packs oh, yeah. of Giltini tickets Come to give away. Come on, Giltinis. Who's going to see them Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock, Coliseum against Houston? Maybe you, 866-987-2570. Rodney, what caller number? Number seven. And? Number three. All right, jump on now, get those Giltini tickets. Rodney. Rodney Peace. An athlete. Rodney Peace. A father. Rodney Peace. An LA icon. Rodney Peace. And this guy. Red Rogan. <laughs> AM 570 LA Sports. Hi, right, Fred Rogan, Rodney Peace on AM 570 LA Sports. And before we get out of here, I want to bring a quick friend of ours on, Sandy Steele, Senior Regional Director of LIDS. And Sandy, thank you for coming on. Hi guys, great to great to be on. How, how are you doing? We're doing great. Things are opening up, and business is good for Lids and the Dodger Team Stores. Right, you're opening another one. Oh my gosh, um, yeah, things are opening up. Not only uh, Dodger Stadium at 100% capacity uh, next week, but we are grand opening a brand new Dodger Clubhouse on Third Street Promenade, which is uh, just such a great great place a great draw for everybody to come to it's so third street's opening up our dodger store's opening up and uh and we have um actually five dodger clubhouse locations now so things are things and are where, going where are they sandy well as, where are the clubhouse stores okay where are the-, the club so we opened northridge the last time i was on i was on around opening day with you and right. and, and i gave this the hint that we were opening northridge we opened northridge Fashion Center Dodger Clubhouse at the end of uh, April, yeah. and then uh, the the Dodger Clubhouse on Third Street that I spoke of. We have a Dodger Clubhouse in Montebello. Um, there's a dog, Dodger Clubhouse in Hollywood and Highland, and then the big dog, the one that Fred goes to all yep. the time, is the Dodger Clubhouse Universal uh, City Walk. Yeah, that is yeah. that is spectacular. I'll tell you what, you go in there, you literally could be in there two hours with everything that's in that store, from the hats to the jerseys. The last time I went in there, Sandy, 
I bought something for my granddaughter, one-year-old birthday. And I went in and I Aww. bought her a little Dodger jersey and a little Dodger jacket. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. So the- they, they have the cutest things there with for kids and great things for adults. Um, and then the customization of the... The jerseys, which is, um, there's just a lot of draw to go to go to a Dodger clubhouse for sure. The good news is that you can go to the clubhouse store and get any name put on that jersey you want. You can wear Justin's right. number with your own name. Should we talk about all the other stores that can do that as well? We have yes. We have the locker rooms. We have 48 stores in um, the just the Los Angeles market. So you can do that at a locker room that has the fan zone. So right there where where you visit all the time up there's a locker room there that also has a fan zone that you can press your own name and customize it and then um the fan stores with within the la market i know that sounds confusing fans and then fans zone but that's really what we call our customization with the pressing and then all the lid stores you know there's a huge trend right now with stitching on a hat and it's it's all over a tiktok craze and um a lot of uh guys are putting their girlfriend's name on the hat with oh. a with a heart next to it so oh, customization is hotter than ever right, oh, let's yeah, get that let's get the deal. heart for each other no Michelle <laughs> <laughs> and, and holly i was gonna say that was you know very nice and you put a heart Randy. next to it it's a commitment it, yeah, it is a commitment. Yes, once it's on your head, it's a commitment. <laughs> All right. Well, Sandy. Yes, it is. Sandy, this is great. Um, you're our good friend. Sandy Steeles is senior regional director of Lids. They've got the Dodger Clubhouse, that fan store. That's at Universal as well. And I'll say this: I'm not getting paid to say it. I go in there all the time too. You've got every jersey, I think, yeah. ever yep. made from almost every sport. That's where my son bought his old uh, Kevin Durant Seattle Supersonic jersey. Oh, nice. Yeah, those are sweet. Sandy, (laughs) thank you for coming on. You have a great weekend. All right, thanks. And come on down to Third Street Promenade and see our grand opening on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, everybody better check that out. Okay, Uh, Kevin and Ronnie, thank you. Great job. Great week. Rodney, we'll get a Monday. Let's do it. Have a great weekend, everyone. And up next, the third stop with the Petros and Money Virtual Chevy Summer Tour. So it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing. Currency chasing worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces.